Welcome back to The Couch. This is The Couch Commentator. I am Greg Geese. I am with Jacob Thomas. That's we right. Are, we are here for episode nine of The Couch Commentator. The off-season begins. The off-season begins. That's right, Greg. Hello, everyone. I am Jacob, and I am joined with Greg, as he said. And we're here for off-season chat. Would you, would you like the rundown, Jake? Do you want me to give the rundown of the episode? Yeah, yeah. How are you going, by the way? Oh, yeah, pretty Do good, you, actually. No f- football deprived. I um, depraved. Uh, obviously got to watch a little bit of the Q Cup final on the weekend. So that was a oh, little yeah, bit of a fo- football fix. Um, mm-hmm. We had a weekend away where we went to Lovely. the Emporium at South Bank and, and stayed overnight on Sunday night there. So that was really awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm in a really great mood, Jacob. I had a, I had an awesome weekend. Yeah. Stella. Good on you. And got over those Monday blues by just not doing it. I'm not going to do Monday. I'm going to do something else. (laughs) Stuff Monday. (laughs) No, I'm with you. I usually have Mondays off. So yeah, stuff them. Yep. (laughs) They suck. Uh, we are going to talk about the Recliffe expansion. It's definitely happening. Worst kept secret in rugby league. We'll, we'll have a chat about all things that because Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of interesting player movement around that. Uh, looks like very exciting. It's definitely going to get the gig. Uh, we will talk about some of the off-season sports uh, i love a bit of nfl so we'll throw a bit of that in probably at the end maybe it's a distraction we'll talk about some off-season shenanigans or off-field indiscretions as we like to call them let's get into it off-field rubbish off-field rubbish colon slash and that's gonna be the first segment because it's such a hot topic. So yeah, let's get straight into it. It is a very, very hot topic. All right, yes. So due to uh, the Panthers shenanigans with the trophy, we've had to move the greatest segment the greatest newest segment greatest newest. to the top. Yeah. To the top of the chat, that segment being off season indiscretions, colon off field rubbish. <laughs> and it has been rubbish. Hasn't it, Greg? It has been rubbish. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I've found it incredibly distasteful. I think it leads into, well, I, I'll have to um, release our, our latest episode, hopefully tonight, Jacob, and this vind- is, is vindication of what I was mm. only speaking about last Pure week. vindication, Greg. You've be- you have been vindicated from anyone thinking that maybe you were wrong with the whole I'd- Panthers hate. The Panthers pan- are the villains. The Panthers, Panthers are, the villains. are the villains. And, and yeah. they clearly yeah. have been playing every bit of the villain this week. Uh, mm. It for me starts with um, the one I, I hadn't heard of until today, uh, Viliami Kikau, and him being yeah. caught on social media singing the South this. Sydney song "Glory, Glory to South Sydney." Like it's catchy. Shut up, mate! Don't be such a. <laughs> but shouldn't be doing that, dick. Yeah. Like that's the same thing that you were talking about with like the way Nathan Cleary, you know, rubbed when I, Cody when Walker Cody the wrong Walker. way. You yep. know that 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 bad sportsmanship yeah be humble particularly Mm. in victory you know at least Mm. you'll give nathan cleary a little bit of leeway that it was in the heat of battle you know it it was Uh, that's true in the the middle of circumstances he's won and he has the opportunity to take the high road and he just Mm. chooses not to and be the wanker that rubs it in people's faces particularly the fans like you know, singing glory, glory to South Sydney. That's a, that's a fan thing. So um, I feel like he's that's rubbing true. in their face more than anything. Uh, it's probably not something that they think about, but I really found it distasteful. Um, the damage to the trophy is, mm. is one thing, but the way they treated it afterwards is another. You yes. Know, once it's been damaged. Absolutely. 
yeah, why don't you just go get it fixed straight away? Why don't you, why do you parade it around? Like it's a baby yep. in a baby carrier and a baby stroller. Disrespectful. Um, yeah. Just, just dumb. And then to be like flaunting it, they weren't, yep. yeah. It wasn't like a private joke either. It was a yep. public joke. Norm Proven, Arthur Summons trophy. Um, mm. They really wouldn't like seeing that. I imagine that would leave a very poor, bad taste in their mouths. Like it's just not something you want to see with um, you being honoured in such a way. And then for people to be disrespecting in that way, I really I hated that. Um, yeah, it was disrespectful. I, I think, yeah, I, like I believe um, because of this incident, uh, media has been talking about how previously the trophy's been a bit damaged. It's not the first time it's been damaged. Yeah. But I doubt it's been damaged that much. Exactly. They, they said it fell off I, the back of a ute in 89, yeah. you know, in a, in a, a grand right, final. Right. But it was a grand final parade. Like at least that was official yeah. official sort of celebrations. These guys are, yep. pro- you know, privately partying and who uh, knows handling what it that much. circumstance they yes. were doing to make that happen. Exactly. You know, right? Like it's probably fallen off something that it was perched on or something yes. like that. But who knows? Maybe they were throwing it around like a football. Like these guys are big. They might have been just like, Whoa. very true. Yep. Let's just throw it around. Let's play football with know, the trophy. Or... Who knows? We're, spe- <laughs> we're speculating now. <laughs> oh, but- huge speculation. Yeah, I'm just like wondering what actually happened. Absolutely. You know? The entire trophy came away, you know, like the, mm. the inside of it came away from the trophy. I can't imagine that's an easy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's probably in parts. Well, it's, it is in parts now. Mm. But it's I guess that's how it's assembled. Yeah, I guess that's how it's assembled because you've yep. got the sculpture of uh, of um, Proven and... Um, Summons. What's her name? summons you got yep. it thank you no worries tongue t- tongue-tied and uh those lovely gentlemen uh so i'm guessing that's a different piece so maybe that piece is coming off maybe the rest of it's all right or maybe it's in 10 pieces <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah i didn't i didn't like that you know they had the story uh with with nathan cleary and his mates getting over the border and um, yes that's another story what, too but what's, they, that got, the, what's that got to do with him how's that his fault his mates have yeah. snuck in he's preparing for the the biggest week of game uh, of his life you know he's i think because he's getting over the party i think he partied with them afterwards okay so, but i yeah. guess it's kind of like well too they're late, here you know? <laughs> yeah it's like already they did the wrong thing anyway oh yeah that's not his fault um but yeah it's not the first um, time a footballer this year's broken covid protocol very true the the whole uh celebrations all the chat around it it, incredibly distasteful it's not what they should be doing they're taking the gloss off what should be a really great moment for them and Mm. that's probably the most disappointing thing is that they came back from a grand final defeat last year to back it up the very next year, make the grand final and win. That's what we should be talking about. Not the way that they're celebrating afterwards. That is, that should be very mm. much background noise. So they should be disappointed. Yeah, they should. But it vind- uh, look, vind- gonna vindicates get... me. It vindicates me. And that's the most important There's, part. Yeah. A lot of them are still partying, you know, so it's like eventually they're going to get their, you know, oh, they've probably been after the trophy thing. They're probably all getting disciplined, right? I don't know. I say they're still rocking it. They're still probably still like, yeah. And 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 that's the whole thing. Like honestly, <laughs> yeah. and and I get it. Like I, I wouldn't really care that much either, particularly after winning a grand final. You know, it's mm. um the highlight of your life. So they would not be thinking about it. I'm just hoping that when they get to preseason training and sometime in January, on reflection, they look back at it and say. Yeah, we probably took the gloss off what should have been a really awesome win. And yeah, that's I think not what we wanted. Needs to be addressed at some stage, surely. Yeah. It's it's a poor culture. You don't you want don't want that traveling through to the um next year because no, definitely that not. Could derail their season from the very beginning if that's all we're talking about. Your mate um Tyrone May as well. Uh he's not your mate, you hate him. Um uh he was partying with Kikau as well and um Kikau and was saying you know uh rubbish in the background 
of, of course his he was. posts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You haven't heard about that? I had not heard about that, no. Uh, well, some of it you can't really repeat because um, it was censored out even when it was scripted. Oh, um, right. Yeah. But he's he's a real champion. He's a grub of a human. Um, he's there's, a there's a lot of uh, just really poor taste things that have happened this week. And I think I've mentioned that too many times now. I, I really left a bad taste in my mouth, Jacob. Um, uh, no, it was disgusting. And look, these footballers, when they are like the real good ones, which are the ones we're talking about, Panthers, and yeah. next we're going to talk about the Storm players. Yeah, true. And these guys are at the top of their game. They are, look like they are super intelligent when they're on the football field. But make no mistake, that intelligence does not transfer into onto the streets, onto street smarts, onto book smarts, into personal life. Not for everybody. For some, for some lucky and applied footballers, they they can have it all. But um, some most of them, of them are making really stupid decisions poor, <laughs> off poor field. Choices, poor choices. Yeah, but it's it's always and, it, wait, look. It, it tends to be the young ones, Jacob, and that's not exclusive to football that's exclusive to society mm. young men make mistakes people make mistakes but young men in particular make a lot of them uh they just happen to make them in, sure. the, in the public eye so be better be better guys we were just yeah we were lucky we weren't caught so yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so true all of our indiscretions luckily we're not uh famous people though so well famous footballers but anyway. exactly not famous yet uh ah, <laughs> true that's it everyone's gonna look back at our lives and then cancel us <laughs> uh, surely not surely not seeing we're pointing out all of these uh this behavior horrible know? horrible in horrible indiscretions jake uh speaking of Off field rubbish in on field indiscretions the storm sanctions were handed down. Most of them were relatively obvious. It was always going to be heavy on the fines for those players yep. that uh, have a lot and of Greg, money. I acknowledge I've been sanctioned and I accept the sanction. Yeah, I think they are incredibly well coached, Jake. And that's just what they're supposed to say. You know, play, yeah. a, straight, play a straight bat, give them absolutely nothing. Um it's the first that I heard Craig Bellamy speak about it last week. Mm. And oh, yeah. It he was, actually mentioned the word. He um, did. The C word as well. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking, can you say that? Like, I thought it's same. Like, you know, allegedly, like, allegedly. Um, so I thought. And then was, they still didn't mention it in their statements as well. They did not. And nor, a lot of it was alcohol related. Nor, nor will they. They um, won't want to admit to anything on record mm. because they then they can be charged correct um but point. the alcohol whatever you call it like uh, i think uh, oh M yeah Munster's i think that's saying he's got an alcohol addiction yeah, yeah and, he's saying and, he's got an addiction yeah um i guess i think that's the default position these days is to send them to rehab i i guess it's a good thing um mm. i think like I so said, they get them working with uh, like the young kids coming through as well, dealing with problems. Great, and things. that's great. That's important. They do a lot of that. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't know. They've got a whole list of things they have to do. It's like they have a very busy off season. Just instead of relaxing, they're now um, they've got a full schedule. So with the Storm Boys. Um, during Cam Munster's statement, he obviously had the statement that was written out and they all agreed on. And then he went a bit off book, I believe. A little bit, a oh, little bit of a bit of improv. I would assume so. And he referred to their actions as shitting in the well. Oh, like the well scripted. <laughs> yeah, like the well that um that the old storm boys created, pretty mm, much that Cameron mm, Smith created. Yeah. And the others, there were others. Of course, Billy Slater, um, Billy Cooper Cronk. Cooper Cronk. Greg Inglis. Greg G.I. To a extent. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, they, they did leave quite the legacy. So uh, I appreciate that he uh, tipped his hat to that because that was such a big part of it, wasn't it? Like, mm. And this is the thing that I keep sort of referring back to with the Panthers as well. Like 
you got to understand that you're bigger than the game. You know, you are just a servant of the game. You're the custodians. You're meant to get it through to the next generation. And yep. they're not really doing it in a, in a way that is, uh, it's not, it's certainly not the way I would like to see it done. You know, mm. it, I want to see a bit more humility, particularly from the, this, these younger groups coming through with punching gone from the game. Yep. Let's be bigger than, than all of that. You know, I think that in NFL, you rarely see it spoil over to fists now. Like they, they mm. have a few little tussles and it's generally only when it's foul play that it really kicks off. But for us, it seems to be more than just foul play. It's so it's just niggling stuff as well. And, and the, the niggle then turns to a bigger blow up and, I'm tired of, of watching all that kind of stuff happen. So it's the, it's the behavior mm. that's creeping into the game that I really just, yeah. don't, that I really don't like. And it may be, it shows off field. It, in the NFL, isn't there like there's taunting, yeah. you know, like taunting is an actual term. And I Correct. don't think that terminology is probably as fluid in NRL and no. maybe certain amounts of taunting is, do they penalize against taunting in NFL? You're allowed to do yeah. it, right? It's like a 15-yard penalty. It's quite a oh, heavy. So actually it's it's it. quite a heavy sanction, you know, and mm. uh, often it can, you know, sort of negate a play. Um, in rare circumstances, they might say like that, that taunting was well too over the top, but most of the time, sort of at the end of a play, uh, where right. someone would score or, or, or do an excellent play and you know, just go over the top with their celebration. So then they just take it back 15 yards. So sometimes it's further than when you've actually move the ball yep. downfield right well i think there could be something to that um in in, in nrl if, you just hand the ball over to the other team you just go particularly if it's not, it's outside mm. of uh a, a try scoring situation you have to sort of come up with maybe a fine system for players that do it after they score tries if they want to bring something in there yeah um but then we're going to obviously you do rule, see that sometimes the try scoring celebration you know they, yeah. they won't be able to do that anymore because that'll be seen as taunting but if well, it's in I general think, play, you know, it'll just be a penalty. Yeah. Hand the ball over to the other penalty. side. Yeah, just go, yeah. don't be a dickhead. Hand the ball over. I think a good example of this kind of the scoring try opportunity is what we saw in Latrell Mitchell's last game. Um, he slammed the ball down Yes. Uh, on the ground. Yeah. Boom. Uh, and right near... The, uh, the fullback's face, wasn't it? I yeah, think that's it was. Right, right near someone's face, right near the uh, player's face. Yep. Um, and it was super aggressive and he just, you know, smashed Joseph Manu's face in. Uh, he just, he had a lot of emotion and energy running through him, coursing exactly. through him, thought he was the victim Crazy. and boom, almost threw the ball at that guy's face. So I think that wasn't called for and everyone was like, again, that just added to his ledger on that day. And... It didn't look good, and I don't really think I don't really think there's a place in it. Yeah, in the game when there's another player involved, I think if all your teammates are there and you want to do a try celebration, I think that's super fun as long as it's not, you know, uh, distasteful, insulting anybody. Yeah, yep. as long as it's not distasteful or unsportsmanlike. Yeah, I think that's all cool. Like it's all it's all fair game. Yep. I like the try celebrations. I, I definitely would not like to see them penalized. No, I completely agree with you. So, yeah, I think there's room for it just around the in-play in, in play stuff, like where we're taking someone into touch and we're rubbing people's heads in it. And um, after a knock-on's made, you know, a little player goes up and taps them on the back of the head, you know, come up with something, come up with some sort of penalty system around that. I'd like to see it because it's not a good look for our game. It's not how we've been about. We're about, no. a, you know, a real gladiatorial style game. And, and that is not gladiator style. Well, we certainly fell down a little rabbit hole there. That was a cool discussion. Hey, I want to add on the end of uh, the storm um, sanction chat yep. uh, with Cam Munster mentioning that he crapped on the well. Uh, Brandon Smith found that pretty funny. You had a little smirk off to the side. Oh, yeah. And then, and because everyone's watching, watching that and they're watching him, they've spotted the smirk. Oh, he said shit. That's funny. A little smirk from Brandon Smith. So he's still got it. Yeah. yeah he's back, baby. <laughs> Don't worry he about it. He is 
back. The cheese is back. <laughs> the cheese is oh. has returned. Well, off off field indiscretions, Jake. It's going to be a uh, yeah. I was going to say fun field segment. It was just probably going to be a field segment. Not necessarily fun, but there's plenty of content there. Yeah, keep it coming, boys. <laughs> That is a great segue, Jake, into our next segment, some Reckliff expansion yep. chat. That's right. They're going to be the new team. Looks like it is done and dusted. Looks like mm. Wayne Bennett will be the uh, coach. Yeah. And, and that's like, why... for sure, right? Oh, that was done deal. That's, that's whatever, always whatever happening. Team, whatever team. I'm not it. retiring. <laughs> I'll tell you what's happening soon. It's, uh, it's in the works. Whatever what's going on with that, Wayne? Oh, uh, yeah. Shut your yeah. mouth. We'll have to see in the coming weeks. He'll um he'll he'll get it whoever got it. So here he is, the new yeah club coach of the the Reckliff expansion team, and it looks like um Cameron Munster was heavily heavily on their radar. Jake, they're wanting to bring him sure. home, and it obviously makes sense with the issues he's been having at the Storm. A, a fresh start is probably a great idea for him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's had these off-field indiscretions with the Storm. Uh, they probably see it as maybe an opportunity to, to like, maybe he's not going to be that senior player to take, to, you know, to be the marquee player of the Storm. So maybe he's going to be good enough to be the marquee player of the Dolphins. Oh, he's a good player either way. He is a great yeah. player, but it is interesting, isn't it? Like, if um, yeah. they are going to go after Cam Munster, are you inviting a, a couple of issues there? He's already mm. going into rehab for the off season. I'd say that'll be like a, a four week stint or, or a three week stint, something like that. And yeah, you couldn't put it all on him, could you? With. No, you, you need, need some else. other big players around him. And, and, a, and you were thinking someone clean cut. I was thinking someone like Kalen Ponga, like that would yeah. be a perfect person to go after. The guy is, is Mr. Clean cut. He is every bit of a superstar. His contract comes off at the right time. He may yep. see it as a great challenge, that next step to, to start from the ground up. And mm. I think that that's something he would really love to do. He's that kind of guy. He's super motivated. He wants yeah. to be, you know, your trailblazer. He doesn't want to follow someone. He wants to lead. and He wants to be a winner as well. Yeah, and, um, you know, it would be a great setup, I would say, to have him as your, your number one guy. Oh, for sure. And um, maybe, you know, he'll he'll be missing his best mate, Connor Watson, during the year because he's going to play for the Roosters. And then I'd just be throwing all sorts of offers at him and then he'll be like, oh, yeah, I might as I'll, well. I'll go too. Um yeah, well, why not? He'll be a better player after he goes to the Roosters, Connor Watson. I... Opportunity to be coached under Wayne Bennett too. I mean, once Wayne Bennett gets connected to that club officially, yep. then so many players will start being connected to it because yep. he will he can bring people to we... wherever. Like he'll just say someone's name and they'll be like, Yeah, sure. We talk about <laughs> we talk about gravitas. There's no yeah. oh. uh, bigger pulling no power greater, in the game no greater ass <laughs> wayne bennett's ass <laughs> and he's got good pulling power yeah oh. i do hear i hear when you say that yeah big time <laughs> <laughs> that guy is going to be able to get some talent you know he's mm, going to sure. uh be able to coax particularly your fringe players that are maybe on the cusp of a really great football side and, and can't mm. quite crack the the 13 that's where well it's he, gonna happen isn't it yes because it, you're gonna have or like a whole team like you know 30 players in a in the squad yep. is gonna have to come up from somewhere within the ranks yes. and then the rest are gonna have to come from reserve grade i suppose or the, in trust even like co who knows? competition now is bound it's to community. cannibalize itself you know the yeah, there's only so a certain that's amount right. of top top tier talent so you're going yep. to have to go after the bigger players that have a lot of it. So they're not necessarily going to be able to hold on to all of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Melbourne storms, Penrith Panthers, Manly, 
Roosters, they're the teams that should be frightened because yeah. the new expansion team wants winners. They're not going to go looking down the bottom of the ladder for their players. You know, they're not going to want to go, mm. all right, who's the bottom four sides? Let's cherry pick the players from there. They don't want them. They're part of losing cultures. They want to buy a winning culture. And that comes yep. with buying your top four sides. So there's going to be a lot of money thrown around. It's going Absolutely. to mold the player market for the next probably five years and more. Mm. It's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible. Do they stop at just one more team? Do we get another team? I uh, think we have stage? to. Yeah. It, it, to even even it out, you know, because oh, we're going to have a team having a buy every week. It's about uh, when the major media companies are ready to go. When Foxtel wants sure. that extra game, when Channel 9 wants that extra game, that's it when the NRL will hit yeah. the go button because that's mm. what it means. But right now, there's probably just not enough money floating around in that game. You know, there's yep. better times, you know, COVID has put a bit of a, uh, the brakes on a lot of spending in that area. So it mm. will be interesting to see when the new team comes in. My guess would be, I reckon maybe three years after the new team comes in, because yep. that gives you a chance again to build. It gives you a chance to look at the new team for a year and a year after that, before you See need to hit the works. go button on that yeah. uh, team. That's going to fill out the competition. It's bound to happen. You don't add an extra team and, and have odd numbers forever. So eventually no, it will happen not. for sure. Oh, well, something, something always happens two teams merge or who knows, you know, <laughs> it will be interesting to see what happens at that stage. You, they could uh, do something like that, Jacob, they could go for a merger, but mm. it seems like the idea would then to be to go after another Queensland team and then really build that competition here. And then it's really going to be a Queensland, uh, New South Wales uh, domination of that NRL. And yeah, I think it will, so. Yeah, and I think it will really assist the competition having an extra two yep. Queensland teams. I think eventually it's going to assist the competition. Well, for the short oh. part, it is absolutely going to hurt a lot of sides, particularly mm. in the player market, just because there, as we say, there's just not enough talent out there. So it's going to um, dilute Broncos, it somewhat. Oh, for sure. And the Broncos are already protecting themselves. They're already uh, Uncle uh, Uncle Dave. Uh, has already decided he's putting up the, the defences, uh, throwing heaps of money at, like, just, I don't know, all, all parts of the Broncos just to try <laughs> try and fortify the place. They've got cash, and that's one I don't know. Thing, it's but... all like, it's what I interpreted. I was just like, uh, sounds like they're just going to spend money on everything. <laughs> <laughs> the... Um... The Brisbane Broncos do have money, but nothing like these new expansion clubs have. Like mm. Reckliff are reported to have a hundred million dollars in assets. Granted, yeah, probably half of that is in the, the stadium because they own that stadium there. So that's quite incredible because that's all just going to be gra- right. gravy every time they get a, a full house there, which I think is like up, I think it's around sort of your fifteen thousand mark. Um, okay. Maybe maybe twelve thousand, maybe twelve and a half. So that mm. is still a good crowd to get for a rugby league match in um, mm. in Redcliffe and in Redcliffe. Yeah. It's all going to be just gravy because they they own everything out there. So it's it's a great Locals setup. will flock to games there for yep. sure, and, and yeah, they'll they'll be happy to go see even Redcliffe take on a. They'll love the local derby and they'll happily see them take on a a Sydney team or a Melbourne, you know? Yeah. It's going to, yeah, it's going to be a big winner uh, for that area. It, I think it eventually, as I said, will, will particularly help the Brisbane Broncos to have someone that's so close and, and have that rivalry. The derbies will be definitely epic, epic build up. Yes. You know, we, we have huge, such a great huge. rivalry with North Queensland Cowboys. So they're, they're, they're ages away um, mm. to have someone and I guess that's the right Titans, next door. The Titans, um, Oh yeah, forgot about it's them. It's kind of yeah. Oh well, they well they are forgettable. Oh, they just <laughs> um, the rivalry there isn't as strong, but it's developing because you know Fafita going there and there's there's Very a true. lot of tension. There's of tension course. building. Yeah, uh, well, each match there. They, they take they take a bunch of our players. Yeah, I mean, happen, it, yeah. it makes sense. It's not, like, he's not the first one for it's, sure. Yeah, you know, it's a location thing. I totally get it. Um, 
Location, location, location. I'm not that salt. I'm not that salty. I'm just particularly salty around the Dave and Fafita one. I feel like yeah. that's just a deal we should have got done. So I'm really annoyed around that. I don't necessarily let's talk more about that. I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> think that um, we should be paying that, that kind of money for him, but I don't think we needed to back then and we would have had him on our books. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Reckliff expansion. They apparently also have heaps mm. of money as well. Like not only do they have their, all their assets in, in that stadium, they've got the uh, leagues club that makes a, a shitload of money through their pokies, but they have a lot of cash as well. They've got a lot of big investors into this um, expansion bid and it bodes mm. well for their longevity because it's not easy, <laughs> the rugby league game. You, you do waste a lot of money, particularly early in, in a setup of a team. So um, they get 30, spending. They get $13 million from the NRL. That well covers what their uh, uh, salary cap will be. Uh, the salary cap okay. sits, sits around the, the 9 million mark. And probably by the time they come in, you know, upwards of 10 and right. you get an extra 3 million from the NRL to, to run your house as well. So look, it's a great grant. The extra money that mm. the NRL got from media um, broadcasters to put in the expansion team was very impressive. A massive hit Package for their pockets for as well. Good on them yeah. to, to get that kind of money in this yeah. day and age with the way everything is in the world. I'd say that's got a lot to do with uh, Volandis. It seems to be something that he's incredibly good at. And that's the business side of things. I hope um, it is. It is difficult. Like, obviously it's like, yeah, wow. How, where's this money coming from? Especially yes. during COVID yep. um, economic crisis. But I guess like the consistent thing is that the sport has been able to, they've always found a way to keep sport going. Yep. I have. You know, and so there is still plenty of money in sport um, because, yeah, it's kind of like, well, we can keep it going even during a pandemic. So That's it's amazing, kind of almost foolproof. Yeah, yeah. touch wood. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I guess it's a kind of they future-proofed it almost and maybe and they, that's they like have... a really good thing to invest in. It's a wise investment. I think in the long run, absolutely. I, I see the... NRL going along the lines of the English Premier League in years to come, you know, the the tribalism that they've built around the English Premier League and how their stadiums are full every week without fail. It's amazing. Mm. Sometimes the bigger clubs, you have to pay, you know, basically to, to get a, a member's ticket for the, some of the bigger clubs, someone has to die. That's the only way you got to get onto <laughs> a ballot and then someone dies and then you maybe balloted that ticket. It's something that mm. they, they hand down over generations. I've got a guy I used to work with, um, Jimmy Griffiths. Listen to the show, Jimmy, you're a legend. Um, he barracks for Liverpool, diehard Liverpool fan and, Mm. he always had season tickets to go to Anfield. It's something that was handed down through his family and he just wow. embraces it. It's the most amazing experience. Well, I, I imagine he's, he's spoken to me about it, but um, mm. I would love to experience uh, sitting in Anfield and singing. You'll never walk alone. It would be just an incredible bucket list opportunity Jimmy, get, get me your tickets. Let's go watch it. Uh, that's that's where I do see the NRL going eventually. To Liverpool, mate. To Liverpool. <laughs> no. Okay, that, right. That kind of popularity. Oh, for sure. That kind of popularity. Hey, I fucking hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I tell you what, the AFL down here is a lot like that. And when it you're is, allowed, isn't it? To, when, when you're allowed to go to the tickets. MCG, yes. it, it gets packed out. So um hundred thousand members for the bigger clubs. Yeah, it's that's incredible. A, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it does exist in Australia. Um it certainly and I does. think, yeah, AFL probably biggest sport in Australia for sure. Definitely, uh, certainly from a, a viewership point of view. Mm. But not the best. But <laughs> not the best. NRL, our sport. Rugby that's league. What we, that's, that's what we believe. Rugby league is the winner there. That's it's what we believe. exciting, Jake. I'm looking forward to chatting more about this because I feel like mm. um, uh, this is only the beginning. They've now 
word's got out that the Wreckliff bid has won and Wayne Bennett will then be announced as the coach. And then watch this space. The November one players' names will be getting dropped everywhere. They're going to fill up. Right, Ross is going to fill up. You watch, wait and see. All right, everybody. Um, Greg wants to get a real stick. And when he says that, he means realistic. <laughs> I want to get I want to get real stick about these uh, player movements. I want to talk about, I feel like we undersold the Bulldogs. The episode hasn't quite been released yet, but it will come out in the next couple of days. And uh, I speak about the, um, the Bulldogs and that they've got on a couple of new players, but I think I only mentioned yeah. uh, Matt Burton and Josh Adokar. They're getting a, a lot more talent than that, Jake. They've obviously signed Tavita Pangai Jr. Um, they have. They've got Matt Dufty going there as well, so that solves their fullback oh, wow. problem. They've signed Brent Naden, so they're going to throw him on a wing. They've got some super talent nice. going there next year. I'm, I'm positive I'm missing uh, at really? least another player. They're holding on to Luke Thompson, which I thought was a, a great one. There was talk through the year. Yeah towards the back end of the year that they may look to move him on because he was on such top dollar. I think mm. he is the kind of player that they need. They need that staunch um, front rower through the middle or lock. It's kind yeah. of like a, the Bulldogs um, vibe, isn't it? You know, That's their you brand, need, isn't there? Yeah. Yep. You need someone on the field who's willing to put it all on the line. Do and anything that means, for it. Yeah. Maybe getting the odd suspension or <laughs> because Something, they've yep. gone too far. Yeah. It's it's James Graham, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Welcome exactly. to a grand final. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect for them, though. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It, I, I I have undersold the Bulldogs a bit. They have bought mm. an incredible amount of talent. It will be interesting to see how they that translates onto the field. Um, yep. Brisbane have, have bought some, made some great buys for the next season, but apparently yeah, you were saying they've still got four slots to fill. Is that right? It seem, would seem that way. Only 26 players confirmed. Um, we're not going to go through the whole list because <laughs> that would be a long segment. Um, but, yeah, apparently four more players still to... Uh, I, and I don't think, you know, it's existing players. I think, you know, it's there will be four new ones. So maybe, yeah, maybe someone new from another club or maybe just some juniors. We'll have probably a few train and trial deals rolling around in the off season. Yeah, so they might pick a couple from those best and then fingers crossed, they add at least another experienced uh, NRL standard player. I would love to see that. For sure. If, if there's room, if there's money and yeah. uh, absolutely. Particularly someone else. Forwards. You know, I'd, mm. I'd love another experienced forward in there. Uh, don't think we can rely that Ryan James is going to be there entire season. He's broken down over the years. And we yeah. signed well in the outside backs. You know, they've got Jordan Pereira going there next year. They've got Branko Lee going there next year. Selwyn Cobbo showed himself as an incredible center last year. And mm-hmm. we've already got Tony Staggs to fit into that back line as well. Signing of Adam Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, it's looking good for the Brisbane Broncos. I hope the positions are filling up. Yeah. Yeah, there's so a lot of why, like, okay, you're or you're one of my top seven. Like the top seventeen is is beginning to shake, to and then yeah, we actually have yeah, exactly yeah, and then we actually we actually have backup players, you know, that are nice that are of a, a decent quality. Yes. Yeah, we we do have we're experiencing depth all of a sudden. Finally, as long as we can sign those last four names, exactly. We need, <laughs> yeah, but we do. You know, they they need to be very clever about those last four spots. Hopefully, something comes up in the off season. Um, yeah, I look forward to hopefully seeing an article that it's another name. So me yeah, too. Be good. Be good to see Jamal Fogarty. I see today so that's been confirmed that he's on his way out from the Titans. That's a bizarre move for me, just yeah. from the perspective that he was only re-signed this year. Jake, the year hasn't even finished. Jamal Fogarty. He was. He signed an and extension this year. Ash Taylor's going as well. He's gone as so, well. But they're going to have forwards playing in the half. <laughs> they've hung their hat on Toby. Andrew Sexton. Fafita. They've go. hung their hat on Toby Sexton. <laughs> That's how they he gets think, to start. <laughs> they think he's going to be their halfback to take them Maybe. forward. Uh, yeah. Like I said. Yes. Sexton he, looks great though. He piloted the Burley Bears in the mm. semifinal of the Q Cup and they got bashed. 
they didn't go all that well. I didn't oh. see the game though, so I can't okay. comment on how he played. I think it's hmm. a bit of a ballsy move. Maybe they see a lot more in tra- out training than what we've seen on the field. I definitely think he's a good player. We've seen it out in the field, but is he a out and out answer to your number one halfback? I thought they found that in Jamal Fogarty. They thought they found that in Jamal Fogarty, and that's why they re-signed him to an extension. But here he is on his way out the door to the Raiders for three years. See you later. Raiders? Yeah, well, Raiders need number seven, don't they? They did. um, I think it's a a great try for them. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it kind of seems like a no-nonsense kind of structured player, which suit Ricky Stewart. Yep, and Jack Um, Whiten's bound to benefit from that. He can go back to doing what he, he does best and let Jamal Fogarty run the side. I think with mm-hmm. Josh Hodgson fully fit, I'm hopeful that uh, we could see the resurgence of the Raiders straight away next year. Yeah. I think he he solves a lot of their problems. Yeah, me too. I'd love to see Raiders do do better. They got that semi-final a couple of years ago and they've just well, dropped made the grand final, then, haven't they? Grand final, sorry. Yeah. I kind of like meant to say grand final. I just yeah. like they lost saying they came Jack, second yeah, and then Jack I said White, semi. Second White place semi. Second place semi. That's um, what happened in yeah, my brain. Jack, Jack White and got Clive Churchill medal. Clive uh, Churchill, yeah. Out of a losing side. It's only happened to one other player. Name that player. Um, Nathan Cleary, because the Panthers were the real losers of that game. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. It, it Sorry, was, I don't it know. Brad, it was Bradley Clyde. Also from the oh, Cam- wow. also from the Canberra Raiders. So that's a, a fun little stat there. Um, Quality of player. It's uh, going to be a, a lot more to chat about over the off-season with player movements. Mm. We we spoke about a few last week, and they, they've been confirmed now. Aaron Woods and... Uh, yes, your predictions. Mentioning yeah. Tyrone Peachy. It'll, it'll sound like, because it hasn't come out yet, it'll sound exactly. like you were just saying it, but that is actually a week earlier, guys. So Greg is reading people's minds again. He does this. Yep. We often joked, actually, when we used to watch footy together, that you had microphones set up at your place and the channel nine commentators were listening because quite often we would say something or you would say something, mainly you, mainly, um, mainly you. <laughs> and then Gus Gill would say it only often moments Gus. later. Yeah. Often Gus. Often Gus. Which, but... which is quite a compliment because he is, you know, I'm going to take uh, it as a compliment. He's, he's a pain in the, he's a pain. Yes. Um, he's got a great football mind and um, he's, he's certainly, does a good commentating job too. I appreciate so, that, Jake. I will take that as a compliment. Yeah. But yeah. So we would often say that, yeah, he, he, we were bugged. You were mic'd up and Gus Mike is check, stealing all your lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still. Because it would, it was freaky. I'm still. I guess people probably certain. experience this all, all the time. I don't, I don't, not, <laughs> you don't not think so? as much You're as like, me. no, no, you can't, Jake. You're downplaying it. Don't, <laughs> don't be like that. Cut that bit out. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, and that's why we started this up well kind of one of the reasons we're confident enough to i think you know it's definitely added uh fuel to the fire for me it yes has to yeah it's (laughs) it it made me confident that i know what i'm talking about um sure for sure yeah i'm I'm excited to see what kind of player movement uh happens over the next few weeks it's definitely going to be what we're talking about with that's uh, right sign some more people Guys, what's we want to talk about it? Give us some more cannon fodder. Uh, cricket season just around the corner, though, so there'll be plenty to chat about there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, T20 started, hasn't it? Yeah, the uh, yeah. women's WBBL starts this week. Ah, oh, fantastic! Yep, yeah, 14th of October. That's well, the schedule footy schedule's dried up, so they got to replace it with other sport. Bring it on, can't wait. Distractions, distractions. That's awesome. Love it. Commitments. Welcome to my favorite <laughs> segment of the show, Distractions. Uh, yes. The section that I have said to someone recently that if you don't like hearing about football, just skip to the end and I've, I've hear about what we do and what we talk about. I have said that to I people know, as well. Talk about I've, shit. 
I've said that to people as well. Uh, a, a friend of the show, Joel Ross, who um, we were we were friends with back in the day. He despises most things sport. <laughs> yeah, he still listens to our podcast quite uh, religiously. Oh, so thanks, that's, Joel. That's really appreciated. I told him I'm more than happy for you to fast forward yeah. straight to the end and, and hear our distractions. And he said, no, 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 I'll listen to it. It's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> I need to know what's I'll being listen said. to it. It's fine. Fair <laughs> so, enough. I do well, like, like that. I think with the podcasts, my relationship with them anyway is like I like to feel like I'm almost part of the team. Um, and yeah. so I like to think that we are welcoming and that anyone can listen and feel like they're just having a chat with us or listening in on our chat at least. So we we just had our uh, first, I'd say, proper random follower uh, only today, Jacob, uh, Derek Wilder. He's doing his hey, own Derek. doing his own podcast, a, a sports talk podcast, and he's favorited uh, favorited us. I have favorited him back, so I'm gonna sink my oh. teeth into some of that stuff. Yeah, nice. Yeah, oh, good one. Uh, make sure you share it with me. I certainly will. So that's gonna be part of my upcoming distractions. Mm. What were your distractions for the week? Be put on the spot. Well, um, life. Life gets in the way. It very much does, doesn't it? <laughs> I've had some great personal distractions that I'll share in the future. It's better. It's made me nice and happy. So cool. yeah, um, hear about that in the future. It's a bit of a tease. Uh, I like whatever. that. Yeah, nice teasers. Um, great. Confidential. It's confidential. I oh, know. Um, so <laughs> LA confidential. Um, you're going to be on the, the show. You're going to be on LA yeah, Confidential. Yeah, they can turn that into a series. Hey, actually, that would be pretty good if they turn that into a series. You know, like a lot of movies now are getting made into series instead yeah. of them making a remake. Yeah. LA Confidential is a series. would be pretty dope. Wouldn't it just, just be like all the other cop shows <laughs> ever? <laughs> it's not just about cops, that. It's about all the, um, you'd, you'd kind of write extra um, scandals. Okay. You know? I yeah. dig. I dig. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah. Sure. If you're in it, I'll, Jake, if you're in coming it, I'll soon. Watch it. Coming soon. It's one of my distractions. I'm going to write a whole, create a whole season series. Awesome. Love it. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. Um, speaking of pretty good movies, rewatched Cliffhanger the other night. That's, oh, that's, yeah. a bit of a, that's a bit of a classic. Yeah, it is a real like, I've movie. been watching some classics of late. I've been finding movies that haven't um, seen in a while or uh that my partner hasn't seen she hadn't seen field of dreams so we watched oh, that wow wicked and um yeah and like liked it and thought the ending was a bit dodge because it just ends with him playing catch with his Does. dead dad yep. yeah and so it's just like oh it's not really a good ending and i'm like yeah i always associated the ending being when james old jones character walks through the um me too. The cor- the cornfield. Absolutely. And that is the previous scene. So it is. It's not that far away from the ending. Um, no. but that's cool. That's a creepy movie. It's, that movie starts away pretty much, starts off after the um introduction monologue with the if you build it, he will go. And it's yeah. like, man, that's that's a crazy to start a movie off just like that. Like yep. Hey, fakes. Hey. I was just saying that, hey, hey, hey. It's crazy now that movies like that were made in the 80s and 90s, they consider them classic movies. But yes, 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Keep up with times, people. <laughs> Speaking with keeping up with the times. Hey, um, hey, we're closer to 2050 than we are yeah. to 1990. Oh, shit. That's mental okay. to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Don't want to. Don't, don't linger on that thought for too long. Your <laughs> brain will explode. <laughs> um, I think I only really have two other distractions to list off then. Uh, that being the Marvel What If series that has come to an end, concluded, oh, yeah. done, over. You loved it? Um, yeah, it was pretty good ending. Uh, the last two episodes were hectic. It was like all about if um, Ultron actually was vision like he became vision all oh, right right right. Took vision's body pretty much destroyed all of earth and then the whole universe 
and then he discovered uh, he got all the infinity stones as well oh, sorry spoilers 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 <laughs> huge spoilers <laughs> it's a what if anyway that's true. anyway so he got infinity stones um and he's just like this crazy uh vision with this ultron skin over him ruler like of the galaxy oh yeah just killing everybody and then he discovers the multiverse so he starts going through the multiverse and uh killing everybody in that and so the watcher who's been kind of the narrator for this whole what if series oh yeah the whole thing is his oath is he must not interfere he can only watch of course so he's perv (laughs) (laughs) um and then he's like oh i must interfere I must not interfere. Oh, but maybe I will. So then he does. And then well, you have to, he, when, when you're watching everything yeah. go around you, you got to do something, yeah. right? Well, the reason he's, yeah, you eventually do something. Yeah. Um, even by accident. Mm. Yeah. He does interfere. He assembles a whole team uh, of multiverse heroes. They oh, call yeah. them the guide, the guardians of the multiverse. Like it. Yeah catchy and um so yeah that's made up of some cool characters uh that get introduced throughout the series makes sense um like in the different multiverses right 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 they come together in a big fight so it was really cool yeah it was fun and i think you know even some of those earlier episodes that weren't quite as good they paid them off because they brought characters from them that all fought together and much like you thought you get out what you put in Sounds cool. Mm. I really do want to sink my teeth into it. What I might wait for is my memory to yeah. fade a little bit so I don't remember all these. <laughs> so what, in the morning? <laughs> Tomorrow, memory, delete. All this information. I don't want to have those kind of episodes ruined for me by knowing what the next step is, you know? <laughs> I feel like I've been, I'm so sorry. I feel like I've been spoiling please, the whole thing please, anyway. Please, please. Uh, I, I, I appreciate that. Now uh, that I feel awful. <laughs> it's was like, not honestly, honestly, it's kind of an afterthought because a lot of the trailers already depict vision with all the infinity stones on him yeah. so you okay. kind of know it's happening you know it's coming it's there's it's a in the promotional it. artwork it's in the like promotional artwork. it's like when you you watch a the when you hover over a netflix episode and yes. you watch it and you're like well i'm not gonna watch that because i know exactly what happens i've seen it but yeah there's other times where you hover over it <laughs> and it's like a scene a nondescript scene nondescriptive scene yeah it's got no context and you just it's like, very cheeky isn't it very is cheeky like why yeah. would i why would i watch that you've given me nothing of what it's about i'm yep. not i'm not enticed I so, yeah Next. i still haven't seen x machina i still haven't seen it and it's like a sci-fi movie and everyone's like jake I can't believe you haven't seen it yet I will watch it eventually. I'm sorry, world. Um, it's just a gap. It's just a gap. It's just a gap. Uh, and they, they, when you watch that, when you hover over that on Netflix, it's just this one scene of them, like a helicopter flying over this big, vast, like ice canyon or something. And that's it. Pretty much. <laughs> just like, that gives me nothing. I know nothing of what that is about. Why do I want to watch it? I'm like, okay, so it's Stupid. remote location. That's yep. all I know. That's all I know. <laughs> oh goodness. Was that all um, your distractions anymore? I had one more. Do you want to do you want to say something no, though, to break it up? <laughs> this, oh, okay, this, right. This is your segment. <laughs> I just is live it? here. Mostly. Yeah. yeah. Just kick it back um, on the couch. Just uh, listen to you. Also Marvel related. Sorry. Oh yeah. Marvel hated. Sorry, Marvel haters. Um, I finally watched Black Widow because it's became available to watch on disney plus oh you can now see you can see you can it watch now. it yeah yes it. yeah you can watch it looking forward to it pumped really yeah it excited. was it was really good it was actually really good um why haven't i watched it yet well i can't go to cinemas uh when it came out yeah. um wasn't allowed um i didn't download it illegally i'm no. just i'm being i'm being good boys most of the time yeah. with that stuff good on you so um yeah, well, I'm, I'm a good boy with that stuff just because I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I'm quite, I'm becoming that person. So it's like, oh, too hard. Can't do it. Too hard, can't can't be do done. It. So I can't won't do done. it, you know. And then I'll you talk to someone else it. and they got it. Yeah. And you're like, how? 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 But how? What kind of magic is this? 
<laughs> you tap on the computer and it comes out. I don't understand. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Um, you got to be Gen Z. The computer knows and it's like, nah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> only Gen Z can download illegally now. Uh, um, you got to pay. You We know you've got money. We know you earn a wage. <laughs> you have to pay for your shit. You're an adult now. Give us your money. Exactly. Black Widow, it was awesome. Um, it gave you an origin story kind of without being an origin, without needing to painfully go over the whole okay, female all the way soldier the from start. birth. Yeah. Yeah. It cool. just highlights her fam. Like, I don't want to really, I don't want to spoil anything here <laughs> as I did with the other one. <laughs> and I think if you've seen the trailer, that's enough, <laughs> that's enough to go off because you, have, you, have you seen the trailer, mate? Oh, I have yeah, seen the trailer. Yeah. 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 So you've seen a kind of, and they're like, oh, it's like, it. we're a yeah, pivot over it. Yeah. It's like, we're a family. Did you see yeah. that part? I yeah, did, yeah. 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 That's, that's interesting. That's kind of the whole crux of the movie. Um, it's that, I, I gathered that when yeah, I saw that yeah. little bit, I was like, oh, okay. They're going to not into in that the way that, yeah, but not overly in the way that you think. And there's always two sides to the story. And, um, but they play it well. They play awesome. it all out really well. I'm excited. Um, I did predict who Taskmaster was pretty early on. You know what? I reckon I'm going to watch that but, tonight. Yeah, get into it. Get into it. We'll finish up so you can go watch it. But, um, yeah, Scar Jo's beautiful. Oh. Um, I guess she's done with Marvel and the role now because she sued, mm. sued them, actually, post this. She certainly did. She uh, sued them good because uh, they didn't. they released it. I on get Disney it. Plus at the wrong time. She was like, no, nah, wrong time. A lot time. of money, you know, particularly yeah. when you're talking the big star deals, there's a lot of uh, background stuff that goes into the mm. contract and, you know, how many people go to the cinema obviously affects the amount of money that they're going to get, but also affects their brand as well. You know, if, if it's a, a movie that's just goes to streaming services it's not as mm. desirable as one that gets a, a big box office show so i totally get where she's coming from yeah it's it's hard though as well because like you, some people can't go to the cinema so you love you want to give people the option and, and, and that's it's like what, that's what disney yeah. would like you to think too jake oh we did this yes. for, for you you know it's not it's got nothing <laughs> to do with our subscriptions and well they definitely didn't do just it going for, to sign up for that her. movie they yeah, definitely, they definitely didn't do it for her. Screwed her. Definitely yeah, screwed they, her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. So uh, it's good. Watch it. Great. Check it out. Can't wait. Blah, blah, blah. So probably one of my favorite distractions this weekend was a, a night away with my wife. We were treated to oh, a luxurious night away at uh, oh, the Emporium at Treat South Bank. It was so amazing. It was luxury like I've never felt Champagne. before. Uh, we actually didn't, strangely enough, but there was plenty of other drinks to go around. Even from it's not about alcohol, I just associate champagne, you know, with luxury. With, I get that. With, with there hotel. was there was a bottle of mum in the um uh fridge at the hotel. You can only imagine what that would cost in a place like uh, that yeah. in in the minibar. It was from even from the moment that we we pulled up to the place, it's only valet parking. You must pay for the valet parking, so they Ooh, they, okay. they get they Jesus. get you there. Um, gotcha. Did, got definitely, definitely got <laughs> definitely got you there. Uh, but it was so that's uh, that's obviously set up with the taxi company. They're like, we'll get them one way or another, guys. Nah, don't it's worry. Just another way for them to make money. Uh, you, you, you pull your car up. <laughs> Even from that moment, I felt awkward at, at how uh, luxurious everything was because there's this guy like helping us out of the cars and taking our luggage, and yeah. and I'm, I'm handing him the keys, and I'm <laughs> saying to him. <laughs> do you keep these keys? Do I need to come back and get them? Yeah. Or, and he's like, no, no, like keep them. If you yeah. need the car, just let us know. We'll bring up the car for you. I was like, I'll appear with the keys in my head. <laughs> super and I'll awkward. require a tip. <laughs> super <laughs> awkward. We walk in and um, uh, we're, we're checking in, but the guy's already got our bags, right? And he, How many just... times do you want to check out your car? Cause you join it. That's going to cost <laughs> money. And 
we can sell you a pass that <laughs> lets you check out your car so many times. Okay. A, a ten, do you want a yearly a subscription? Pass. Or do you want a 10 pass saver a 10 or a yearly subscription? Yeah. Week subscription? Or I don't know. Yeah, All day min- saver. It's a minimum a week. We're here for one night. It's a minimum a yeah. week. I need, I'm going to need something from you. I'm serious, <laughs> sir. They, they take our bags and the, the guy's off with our bags and we're checking in and he's not with mm. us as we're checking in. But he's already off and he's taken our bags. I was like, does he know where we're where we're going? <laughs> Do we need Take to chase that guy? Has he has he got our bags and he's off with them? Anyway, long he's like old, Go- he's like Google. He's already he somehow already listened in and he's knew knew where you're going. Lo and behold, we we make our way up Skinned. to the room and he's still just popping our bags he's- in there. He's hanging out. He's, he's waiting for you. Where's he going? I'm going to wait for you, all right? Chill the fuck Don't out. Luxury service. I'm doing my job. We, we walk into the room and he says to uh, my wife, Alana, do you, do you have any drinks? And Alana freezes thinking, I don't know, we're at fucking schoolies uh, or something. Uh, yeah. We're not allowed drinks in the room. So I am of age. Like, um, uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, we've got, one. got some drinks. And he's like, oh, I'm just saying, because I could get some ice for you. We want an ice bucket yeah. for the room. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, ice bucket. That'd be great. So, yeah, it was so funny how awkward yeah. we were with every step of the way, even just getting into the room. You walk into the room and... What do they yeah. call it when it costs a fee to open up your alcohol? What's that? Corkage. Uh, corkage. He's like, yeah. oh, it's corkage, so it's corkage. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can bring drink. In a bu- you can, bring in oh, a you can bring in your own for sure. But there yeah. is cookage. Fifty dollar yeah. cookage. Yeah, you um, could just get the. You could just use the bar mini bar. I suppose. Again, you could get a subscription package <laughs> where you sign yeah. up for like a week. <laughs> yeah, if you just open the mini bar once, though, you've already signed up to a uh, weeks long cookage. So just be warned. <laughs> it was yeah, just it was just so amazing. I I didn't realize I I needed uh, that break, but it was such a, an awesome thing just to do for the two of us. We're very thankful that our, um, I call call them the outlaws, but that our Mm. um, uh, care, care and granddad, uh, Alana's parents took Mackenzie for the weekend for us. Uh, Sorry, the the Sunday night for us, but it was just a really lovely Lovely. time. We spent some uh, time on the rooftop bar that they had there. And then just people watching down at South bank and, Mm. went over to the casino and did some of my dough but i uh, came damage. back came back for a beautiful uh, dinner at um spaghetti house at south bank it was pretty crazy how quickly the places were closing mm. as it got later on in the night it was only like quarter to eight and there were so many places that we actually couldn't even get into to to have a meal because they were closing at eight o'clock Right, but there's right. a few spots still there on South Bank that uh, they were open till you know about nine nine thirty. We got there around eight, but it was amazing meal. Uh, oh, spaghetti house at South Bank, loved it. Oh look, I'm sure it's great. It sounds a bit funny though, like you know, luxury rest, luxury hotel, and then we and go then down to Spaghetti House. Where guess where we're going for dinner? <laughs> spaghetti. Put your spaghetti pants on because we're going to the Spaghetti House. <laughs> <laughs> It was delicious. Okay, could have been worse. It's great. I could yeah. have. We we were reflecting on how. If you go to a posh Italian restaurant, guess what you're eating? Spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. No, it was you're obviously pasta. all homemade uh, spaghetti and pasta. But, it was. Yeah, it was beautiful so, stuff. Ah, uh, which is incredible. Like and, home, and like when you get the good stuff. Yep. Oh, you can and taste was, the difference. There's right? an amazing amount of seafood in the meals as well. Like it was really. Um, Healthy servings. I, I loved it. It was awesome. Love yeah, we, we, were, we were reflecting on, because we went for our wedding anniversary. We were eight years married last week. And we were reflecting mm-hmm. on the time that I engaged, uh, got engaged to her the, the night that I proposed. I'd organized you engaged. This, uh, that I engaged. <laughs> engaged. You engaged with her. What did you engage with, Greg? <laughs> Telling, your, we, telling um, your future outlaws about it. Well, the night that I engaged with Elena. Uh, <laughs> hang on, I'm not saying this right. <laughs> what did you we, do? We uh, were, were going to Cirque du Soleil that night. So I bought the tickets to Cirque du Soleil that night. I got this. Oh, it's like some sort of package deal where you would you would get a dinner included with it. And, and I, I bought it. Meal. I bought it online. I couldn't. Um, mm. I can't even remember where it was. Anyway, the 
the place that we end up going to, I think it's this like nice little restaurant where we've got this seafood platter to have, mm. but it was literally a hole in the wall and it was just like a dodgy little box of seafood with like <laughs> all deep fried crap in it. It was the worst yeah. meal that she'd probably ever had. And that was the, the mm. start of our night. And I was like, this has oh. been horrible. And she's like, oh, no. oh man, it's fine. Like she, she doesn't yes. know what the night's going to be, you know, like I, she doesn't know that I'm going to propose at the end of the night, uh, but oh, I, I'm shattered yeah. that, that we're sitting there at You're dinner like, and this is, this is what we're going to like, be this talking doesn't about. Feel not like this. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, <laughs> we, we backed up there. We went to Cirque du Soleil. I had the, had a great time. And then I proposed um, a long breakfast Greek there. We, we were, Lovely. we were driving along and, uh, I was like, we'll just pull over here beside this gazebo and, and just have a have a walk. And she's like, I don't want to walk. I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. And I was like, why are we doing this? Let's just go for a walk. And she's nah, like, trust oh, me, trust okay. me. Okay, right. Oh, better, oh. Anyway, better come back with a frigging ring on my finger, Greg. I regress. I regress. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a, a awesome weekend. That was probably just the bulk of of my distractions. I spent a lot of the week just gearing up and getting ready to, to go do that. Yeah, nice. Get up. You get up and you're ready. Good on you. That brings us to the end of the show, Jacob. Okay. I think it does. I think there's a long distraction chat. Uh, Just, you know, really stretching out out. So get that episode time. (laughs) Nice and chunky. (laughs) Out that episode time. No, yeah. thank you. I, I love it. That's our, our first <clears throat> off-season episode. The off-season begins. We were worried there'd be nothing to chat about. I know. And we're talking, we got an we hour's just worth talk, of stuff here. We can just talk shit if it doesn't we work. If, we, if we run out of football, <laughs> the banter gets better, I swear yep. to God. I swear to God. Emilio Estevez, I swear to God. Emilio Estevez, the <laughs> Mighty Ducks dude. <laughs> okay. Ladies right. and gentlemen, if you See know, you if you know, you know. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, Catch if Commentators. You know, you know. We will see you next time. Catch you later, folks. Bye bye.